0: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Do you guys ever work on your cars? If I had one, it's very satisfying. If you had a cool car like mine, you could use eBay Motors. Do you think that I could get the individual parts and then assemble my own car? Yeah, they do have over 122 million parts. Plus, with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. The exclusions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This week, Brainiac Bob hosts and confirms that incontinence leads to victory. Museum loving Mark derides Mr. Skywalker, displays his majestic knowledge of Nashers, and calls BS on sound editing. sweating Wade has an aneurysm, huddles around a crapper, and gives pro tips on water removal. <laughs> From trickle-down exposure and water sports to flossing with garments. Yes, it's time for Doing It Wrong. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back once again to another episode hosted by me. Hi, my name's Bob and I'm the host because I can't stop winning. Always winning. Never stop winning. I can't stop and I won't stop. It's physically impossible for me to avoid winning anytime I compete on this podcast. And it feels great. Tell you what. And uh, I'm joined by my two losers, Mark and Wade, who will be competing today. Say hi, losers. Uh, well, I'm not going to say hi. No, you said hi. <laughs> no, that, was a, uh, that was a, well, you know, as was, I was going to refute what you said, I wasn't saying hi. Points to Wade for not falling into the loser trap. I didn't fall in. Also, I didn't lose because I hosted and I made you win. So I Yeah, well, you didn't win, did you? So you must have lost. Sometimes it just comes down to a coin flip, you know? <laughs> not what I'm hosting. Okay, well, anyway, what I was going to say is, uh, dost thou, um, speak like an asshole too much? Um, because <laughs> I think that the subreddit, Has swooped in and finally come to terms with the idea that I am being treated unfairly on this podcast, and those who were previously known as and friends, you know, are getting a little too high on their own fumes. So I think that um, sorry, do I have baby food on my face? Wow, I totally did. I thought you were like jokingly wiping a tear as if you were like, "Oh, you cry?" No, I had I had a little caked on baby food. Uh, that's fine. It's fine. Well, maybe don't eat it so messily. Anyway, uh, so in in that, I went to the subreddit to be like, I can't wait to see how they're uh, really on my side. And then I saw, which is funny because you were talking about this loser talk. You got roasted alive on the subreddit, Bob. You got destroyed. What? You got annihilated. That doesn't sound right. I just see a bunch of pictures of him in a fridge. I'm not in a fridge. I'm in a white void. Yeah, but the one where you had the shelf behind you, the fridge shelves. It does. It does look like it looks. It's So to be fair, and to correct the loser idiots on the subreddit, it <laughs> looks like a freezer, not a fridge. Dumb, dums. That white metal uh, shelving that looks like that. It looks like a freezer. Well, I think they were just assuming that you are so tall that you had to cut the path from the fridge to the freezer. And that's just your upper half. In the top section. My brain is actually so powerful that it runs so hot that my body can withstand refrigeration, but my brain needs freezer level (laughs) cooling to operate at optimal, uh, optimal levels. Right. Okay. So anyway, not to derail this immediately, this episode immediately, but the reason I wanted to bring that up is because I swear to God. Your shirt that you wore that day is made of the same material that that dress that broke the internet was, because it looks blue and black in some angles, and then it looks white and gold in others. And I really think you nailed that, that aesthetic, if that's what you were going for. No, I actually have owned that shirt since before that thing on the internet happened. It's just a blue and gray shirt. So you're saying they stole your shirt to make the dress? I actually am that meme, but before. Is there a word for that? I'm that Do People actually see other colors other than blue and gray there? Yeah, people, the dress, you didn't see what No, the dress I've seen. I meant Bob's shirt. Oh, okay. Well, I was just saying me. I'm not saying everyone's talking about it. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to say it looks like that. Uh, everyone's talking about it, Wade. Everyone's talking about it, Wade. I didn't even pay attention to the shirt. I was too busy looking at the bag of groceries on his left and the milk on his right. Yeah, no. So that's funny. The person who did the adding, stu- adding things to the picture until it's whatever was like, I'm not doing any more. And then the fridge thing came up and everyone was like, well, one more. <laughs> <laughs> we could do one more. He's in a fridge. I just am like, you know, I, I swear I could find a transparent milk jug on the internet with a very quick search. I swear I could. They're doing the Lord's work there. <laughs> nah. Anyway, so yeah, don't be so uppity about your wins there, Bob, because the the hurricane of justice is flowing into your state area. The tri-state area is under a severe hurricane warning of justice. hmm Oh, you're overlooking the fact that despite the fact that I was in an easily mockable setting and everyone went in on me super, far, super fast, mm-hmm. I still won. So, what does that make you well, unfair? There's been a. If I'm in a refrigerator, where are you, Mark? There, there's been a, a low pressure zone of unfairness in the, the greater Los Angeles area. And I haven't. It's been a dearth. A dearth. It's been a dearth of justice in my vicinity question is dearth the opposite of girth or are those just (laughs) unrelatedly sound alike words because i just that just struck me and i couldn't not say it out loud if girth is thickness is dearth the measure of dearth is how much it goes in on itself Earth, it's like you know the Venn diagram circles that overlap. It's that inner part of the overlapping. No, that's that's D I R T H. I'm talking D E A R T H. The Earth? Are you trying to say the Earth, Mark? No, the Earth. Da Vader. Darth da Vader. You know, to Earth is a scarcity or lack of something, and Darth Vader has a lack of ability to save his wife. <laughs> No, you know, dearth is really a thing that doesn't get enough funding in public schools, Mark. And it's really not something to joke about. The earth is very enriching. Right, right. What about dearth, though? Dearth is basically just mud with, with no water in it. So I don't know why we're talking about that. So if I'm lacking in dearth, am I am I girth? I'm girthy as hell? You're girthed out. <laughs> I'm girthed out. You know, I played a uh, dwarf named Derb once. Is that like dearth? No. That's a proper noun. That could mean anything. I don't even know what language that's from. We're speaking English here in America. I'd like to think people come to Distractible to learn new words and insightful <laughs> commentary on the world around us. No, that's one of the top things we provide is expanded vocabulary for all of our watch listeners. Wait till they hear about, uh, uh sh- Expound. Expound. I won't. You must. I declare. I have to wait till they hear about it. Then I'll expound. They're going to have to shwate. They're the Schweid. They're the sh and wait, Schweid. It's short for shut the fuck up and wait, <laughs> <laughs> Shwait. <laughs> well, I guess we're expounding now. <laughs> um, so I didn't say it out loud, so I might as well. Uh, this is a show. I'm the host. They're competing. I give out points. The winner hosts the next episode. We're like ten minutes in, uh, five minutes into the episode, and I didn't explain that. But who cares? I'm actually that's a bad question because you know who cares? The subreddit desperately cares. One person at least. I'd goddamn better keep fair points and give a fair winner to the fairest fair. Our friendship hinges on it. You said they're going to get me because I'm a winner. No, they're going to get me on the fairness mark. That's what Uh the subreddit comes out for. All right. Well, I'm just saying that's kind of was the crux of my entire argument there was that it was unfair. No, but you were trying to tear down my winning. You can't destroy the wins. I I got wins fair and square. Squarely and fairly. I think the hosts eat more shit on the subreddit than the competitors do. That's definitely true. Usually, the host is the target of the ire, but that's okay. All I want is to remember the handshake deals that are made behind closed doors because I just have this vague recollection that I'm I'm like on the line for thirty wins if I do something and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I remember the thirty wins part, and I think it was a handshake between you and me, potentially. <laughs> And I, for the life of me, can't remember what you are or are not supposed to do either or something. I could probably go watch the footage. That's probably out there somewhere. There's a subclause that if you two can't remember, I get the wins. Hey, subreddit, if you want to keep track of something, someone has diligently kept track of all of our wins and has a graph and, and has it broken out in several different ways. If someone wants to keep track of all the handshake deals, that'd be really helpful because I can't fucking remember. And I'll say your username probably on the episode if I, if I use your thing. They like that. They like that a lot. They like that. I'll pay you an exposure. Oh, uh, wow. Exposure? The dollar goes up and down in value as opposed to other currencies, but exposure is always worth the same amount. Such as mad underscore wordsmith asking if this is a cannoli. Keep it up. can't just get it out like that. Now the value of the... The exposure's gone down. No, that's a that's a taste. It's a sprinkle. It's to show them that we we mean business. There is no such thing as trickle-down exposure. There is. We have all of it at the top, and we'll slowly introduce it into Oh, the... right. No, we have the power. So, yeah, no, trickle-down exposure totally works. That's right. We're... Yeah, that's great for everyone, <laughs> especially <laughs> including you guys and us, though. Don't worry about it or think about it. And we would give you guys more exposure, but we need it to boost the exposure economy. Don't you understand? Yeah, how are we going to hire more... Uh, workers to work for exposure if we don't have the exposure to spend and pay our exposure taxes what in god's name is that cup it's so brightly colored a naked lady with a grill on it do you want to what is that what's the words mark it says do do women have to be naked to get into the met museum (laughs) (laughs) what a fitting cup for you no it's it's You know, less than 4% of the artists in the modern art sections are women, but 76% of the nudes are female. Oh, interesting. I didn't know what a Met museum was. I thought it was for the New York Mets baseball team. I'm guessing that's not what it is. Oh, my. It's short for Metropolitan, Wade. Holy crap. Have you heard of the Met Gala? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I've heard of, I've heard those words. That's where people dress up. Well, actually, I don't know if the Met Gala is, is that the museum or is that the Metropolitan Opera that has the gala. I forget. I don't actually. Uh, I've never been invited, so I have no idea. I'm not that civilized, but Met is short for Metropolitan, the Metropolitan Museum. So the New York Mets so or the New York Metropolitans? No, yeah, it's it's the Met Gala is short for the the New York City Metropolitan Museum of Art. There you go. Do you know do you know what the Cincinnati baseball team is, Wade? The Reds, formerly the Red Stockings or something. They're they're not formally. Reds is currently their shorthand name for the official, well, I'm not going to say that. I think they're still technically the Red Legs, the Cincinnati Red Legs baseball team. Anyway, this is our official declaration that we're throwing down against go my favorite sports teams. Those guys are hacks and don't actually tell you the real hard-hitting things about sports. They suck, and we need to tell them. Tyler's obsessed with balls and holes, but let me tell you, there's so much more about sport than just balls and holes. There's also nets and too many men on the field. Nets and goals and posts mm-hmm. and kicks and... Illegal touching. Naughty touching. No, no, no. Mm. Centers. Wade's short for wait I've always thought if it's going to be called a tight end, shouldn't the next spot out, which is usually like a tight receiver or a slot receiver, shouldn't that be called a loose end? Yeah, but they tie those up. Well, that's fine. But once you tie it up, then it's a tight end. If it's untied, it's a loose end. Those are under the field. Uh whatever. I don't know if this counts as small talk. Do we want to count that as our small talk? Or do you guys want to do the actual small talk? Well, apparently we only talk about the same things every week in the same small talk. Tell us about AI and also Mac versus PC. What I don't get is how in that post, and this is that one guy. This is that one guy (laughs) doing it. I know that is. Because it's like me, I only ever talk about AI. Bob, you only ever talk about your baby. And somehow Wade gets a pass because he doesn't talk about anything. I've got (laughs) nothing, And that's how he, everyone's like, that's beautiful. That's great. At least he's not saying these two other subjects. It's like, I've talked about so many diverse topics in my small talk and they want to boil it down to just AI. I've talked about moral quandaries. You know, you're talking about AI again, Mark. Uh, You want me to talk about AI again? I'll talk about AI. (laughs) Uh, uh, Here's my small talk. Foam wet, not on walls. Hey guys, my computer is dying. Uh Uh-oh fucking shit i need to go get the charger for my laptop or apparently it's at 10 percent battery run run <clears throat> my chair closes locks my office door from opening hang on all right <clears throat> head empty foam wet not on walls it's not my fault my laptop is dying Will, this might need to be an edit out, depending on what's said here. I had it plugged in over here for a while. <laughs> oh no. I think maybe it got put in the cabinet at some point. I really wish he'd start talking shit about us. I'm not saying that you touched it, I know. The painting people moved all the shit around, painting person. I feel like we shouldn't listen to that. I know. So, uh, what's up, small talk? You got anything interesting in mind? Oh, laptop charger, where did I leave you? <laughs> Oh, it's in my backpack, which is upstairs, next to my computer. Okay, fuck. I, I can't unlisten. But I don't think oh, I'm wearing a microphone. I wonder if they can still hear me. <laughs> Did you guys hear me that whole time? <laughs> We were kept going like, "Oh no, we shouldn't listen to this." I found my charger, guys. It was right here, five feet away from me. Wow! Can you believe it? Oh man, that's crazy. We were trying not to listen, but we couldn't help it. Why would you try not to listen? We were trying to talk over you. <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one who went to the bathroom wearing my love. That's the that's the rule. Because mm-hmm. the other thing I always talk about apparently is like I've been editing, right? But I was editing, and I got to this. table where it's mysteriously a 40 minute take um, and I'm like, well, that's weird. Uh, and I'm like, okay, the video stops at two minutes, and then it's 38 minutes of my love live, just as we're going to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it good or is it really just boring? Because I'm sure most of that's boring. It's just boring conversation. It's not like I, I It's not like cut, and then I just start swearing. And like racism <laughs> comes spewing out. The yell cut, and you're like. Are we done rolling? And we're like, Yeah, and you're like, You walk right across my fucking eye line. I'm up here. Do you know how- <laughs> oh, yeah. that's how that's how uh, actors get in trouble. Marcus Gritchen Bale? What the hell? We were hoping, Bob, when you stepped away, I was like, please start shit talking us or something. Be like, oh like fucking <laughs> Did I? I don't even know what I said. No, you you were just talking about your cord. That's absolutely something I would do. I was hoping, but we didn't get any of it on camera to hold against you. Anyway, I want to talk about the cost effectiveness of Apple. That is it for the small talk portion, (laughs) Bob. Uh, You told me to watch the time, I did. So back to you. Oh, back to you. Oh, no, that bit's dead. We're done with oh. that. Don't do that anymore. That's bad. No, deduct points. Deduct points to punish him. If you do that again, it better be on your dick. We'll get the blur ready. <laughs> <laughs> Stand by. I'll paint the little face. It may look like Mickey Mouse's nose. Well, I don't know, Mark. Do you have anything interesting to talk about then? Yeah, I got interesting things. AI, here we come. Well, what if I don't want to talk about him? You have to. I don't have to. I don't have to do anything. I said so. So suck it. I might not go today. <laughs> What's that mean? That's so specific. <laughs> go where? Where are you going? I'm not well done man. I might not be going. But I might. Oh, that's very confusing. I might not though. Well, that sounds disappointing if I'm honest. Well, he doesn't wanna no, I wanna. I wanna. Never mind. He's changed his tune since we were talking earlier. <laughs> no, I, I mean I wanna in a conceptual way, but I'll also like I'd be cool if not. But not that it doesn't happen at all. It's just as if it wasn't today, that'd be great. So it's gonna be today though. Then you guys want M and Are they stuck together, or are you just offering no, just two? Holden. Okay, good. I would like. Are those peanut M and Ms? Oh yeah, dude. I got, got the whole big bag. God, that would kill Ethan so fast. That would kill Ethan so fast. I know. I There is nothing I wanted more than when we were around him than Peanuts because I couldn't have them just like every time I went to a convenience store while on the bus I was like dude I would kill for imminent peanuts right now I want a baby Ruth bar so bad oh my god (laughs) Oh, but only if he wouldn't die my life is so hard yeah it's annoying okay it's really annoying you're the person on an airplane when they're asked to not open peanut products that are like oh no (laughs) only in my head I don't make a fuss I just think like Damn that fucking person. I'll sneak it anyway. I'm sneaking it. They won't know it. Don't (laughs) matter. What happened to survival of the fittest? Why am I the one paying for their shitty genetics? Well, there's evidence that it's not entirely genetic. Oh, so he just needs to get over it. (laughs) I mean, severe allergies (laughs) that could result in death. I don't know if you can get over them through exposure therapy, but... Ethan did that, right? Yeah, I he talked that. about that a lot, that when he was a kid, he, like, he got exposed to one 30-second of a peanut once a month or something and tried to, like, reduce his allergy. And It didn't work. It didn't fix him long-term. But, like, if you have a slight allergy, probably maybe that would be more effective. And, and you wouldn't die if you messed up. I played uh, school sports, so I was surrounded by nuts in the locker room all the time. I also had lots of exposure. I want to circle back to that because that actually is a really good transition to today's topic. I knew it points? Yeah, points, sure. Points for that. Man, I feel like I've I've said a lot. Mark, this is my turn. <laughs> <laughs> That actually was like, wow, oh man. It's usually not true when you do stuff like that, but it was so poignantly true that like there's no rebutting it. It is your turn, you're right. I just feel bad for Mark, but... It's okay, it's okay, I deserve it. Points to Mark for garnering my pity. What about points to me for being so hilariously cruel? (laughs) <laughs> uh, you getting a lot of points let's let's say something good and i'll give you points. point okay thank you thank you no the only update i have is i've been trying to get this foam on the wall like i told you guys like two episodes ago but our dryer broke and i've got soaking wet foam that i can't dry oh i was gonna say you mentioned that earlier you definitely want to get that cleaned out that's you know how those cause those commercials that are like dryers start some large percentage of home fires. Yep. That's how they start because your vent thing is probably clogged. Hence the reason why I'm not using the dryer and I've got wet foam. We had that in our... You can buy... So I know you're... I don't know where your laundry room is, but you can buy... Uh, the brush where you just like attach it to a drill and, you, and it comes with a bunch of sections so you can make it really long and you can like do that yourself is the pipe thing easy to come off the back of the dryer yeah the, the, you scoot the dryer out there's a hose clamp you just take like a flathead screwdriver unscrew the hose clamp it slides right off and then you have access to the metal pipe and then they just sell like a brush and you can buy as many lengths of extension as you want for it and you just put the brush on a drill how bad is it just to shove a vacuum hose up there it doesn't do it so it's not just like it's f- filled with dust. It's humid, right? When the dryer is pushing that air mixed with the lint out there, it's like kind of moist. It like glues itself to the sides of the pipe. How deep up there do I need to go? Because our dryer, the way it's situated, I'll give you a diagram here. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's really dig into this. So dryer is, let's call it, yay height, right? Height goes from floor to fucking ceiling. <laughs> I I really thought he was going to expand that and be like, "All right, will put up a diagram here." I have an original thought. Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i see what you're getting at. that's so clever that you did it like that i know but it's like it's one giant metal pipe that goes like all the way up it's like an eight or because it's not a finished ceiling and it goes all the way to the ceiling so it's like a nine foot just straight fucking so there's code right there's a maximum length that those are generally supposed to be so i think they're supposed to be like 12 feet or less or 15 feet or less or something like that most in most where does it go after that It goes to the outside. So wherever it goes up and and terminates, there's a little thing on the outside of your house. It could be on the roof. I don't know if it's upstairs or in the basement or what, but it's on the outside of your house. There's a little, there'll be like a little box with some flaps. And when the dryer blows, the flaps are blown open And that's where that air goes. If it's clogged, the flaps probably don't blow open. Um, But I would say if you can find that vent on the outside of your house, what you want to do is take the dryer off and go from both ends because you just remove the screws and that little cover comes off and you want to go in from both ends. The trick, we have two dryers in the house. You have two dryers. What the hell kind of mansion? How many ovens do you have? They've got the main laundry area, which we've been using. So I've not had access to it for the foam, which is why mm. I tried using this dryer for the foam. They had like their old washer and dryer they just like installed in their basement. It's not like we brought them or anything, but they've got this like the basement washer and dryer, which have weird stains on them. And they maybe look like they were used in a murder, but those are the ones I was allowed to use for the foam. Cool. Cool. I was told uh, that we didn't want foam on our laundry dryer. So they were my. Molly and company were using the other dryer for their stuff. So I was given murder dryer. I can't believe it doesn't work. Well, it gets things warm. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That sounds safe. It's like really warm, wet foam. Full of highly flammable dust and it gets real hot. It sounds to me like your problem can be solved by just bowling over everyone else and going to the other dryer. Well, that's the plan today. After Uh. we're done here, I told them I was like, I claim dryer today. Because murder dryer's not working. You know what you could do, too, if you want to make it someone else's problem? Just go to a laundromat, and you can use as many dryers as you want and dry them all at once. And if there's any damage to the dryer system or whatever, it's not yours. I forgot those existed. I haven't used those since college, so I forgot they existed. I mean, I haven't really used a laundromat in quite a while. But why did you for, you forgot? Them? I just don't ever like pass them either. Like I just don't see them very often. Uh, you, your town doesn't allow that kind of riffraff. Oh yes, no, of course. In <laughs> in Richmondsville, we only allow the rich, and rich don't have laundromats. They have laundra servants. <laughs> you know, in fact, I do have a laundromat. I misspoke. His name is Jeff. <laughs> Oh, you must be referring to the Laundromat, Met. <laughs> the Laundra Metropolitan. <laughs> ah, the Metropolitan Laundry, only the most fashionable. The, the metropolitan, metropolitan Galleria of Laundering. I have a team of servants that use uh, Blow, blow the foam. There, they're mm. going to get it for me. And if they get any spit on it, they get fired. They better have dry blows only. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. Five million users and has saved a total of five hundred million dollars in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to seven hundred and forty dollars a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to That's RocketMoney.com/distractible. That's rocketmone ycom rocket money.com rocketmoneycom distractible You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh no way eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw The Potential? You're talking about the potential? The Potential. You thought to yourself, a little elbow grease, some fresh installs, a little bit of love. You could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own. Cars, right? Yeah. It wouldn't take much to transform my ride. Your ride's more like Schrodinger's ride. If you don't think about it, it both does and does not exist. It is possible. But on eBay Motors, anything is possible. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay Motors has it. With eBay guaranteed fit, they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S dot com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, I gotta say, dryer maintenance discussion was not on my bingo card for topics we would cover on today's episode, but... Hey, you asked about my small talk, and... I just feel like somehow the the subreddit is gonna be like, thank God, I was having a dryer crisis, and Wade, St. Wade, brought up this topic and (laughs) provided the insight, his diagram ungodly. Godly and ungodly. It's against any deity because of how good it was. Only man. we were hours, mere minutes away from our house going up in a blaze of glory <laughs> of, of dryer lint ignition and Wade saved my entire family. Flipping around there's the inside of the pipe. You just shove, swoop, pull. Well, you don't have to do that. Thanks, Will. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what I have behind me because it won't be a dryer. You know what I find hilarious, Bob? This guy, Wade, that no one's going to call him out for. No one, not a soul is going to call him out for it, but I'm calling him out right now. My hairline? He's got auto white balance enabled on his camera i know can you believe that i'm recording on the built-in webcam on my laptop and i don't even have that turned on guys i don't know how to use a camera that seems like an important thing you could have learned in the last decade while you were <laughs> doing this job with you that's what i've always had friends for i'm like hey guys this is happening and you guys like try this setting and then it's fixed i never worry about it again you use the camera on a daily basis there's no way that issues haven't come up where you had an opportunity to learn at least a little bit about how that works after this episode, I'm totally going to ask you how you mess with auto white balance, and it's going to be great. It is one of the most basic settings to change on any camera that exists. I got your back, buddy. And it's one of the most fundamental things you do when you have a green screen is because you don't want your green changing colors as you're there. (laughs) That would explain all of the streaming issues I've been having with my green screen where I start to disappear. (laughs) Oh, man. I keep blaming OBS, but it might be a weight issue. No, it's definitely probably white balance changing the hue of your green. Man, that explains, I've been getting so pissed every stream I go live and I'm wearing like different color shirts. I'm like, dude, why do I have to adjust the green screen parameters again? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Here's a pro tip to all you potential content creators out there. Don't be me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I just can't believe you've never in all that time of being mad been like, what is it? Changing colors or something? Have you said that? Have you said those words? (laughs) (laughs) I was also confused why there wasn't a contrast option on the OBS green screen filter, so I messed with everything else instead. Oh, man. Enough about me. Let's talk about you, Bob. Points to Wade. Wade. I don't want these boys. Because you don't deserve them, but you get them anyway. You're like the subreddit. You reward me for bad behavior, and I appreciate that. Oh, wait! don't be too embarrassed. You're going to get really red. It's going to change your cameras. I was literally saying that. You're going to start shifting the colors on your camera. You're going to ruin everything. It's going to make it so hard for Will to do that green screen bit that you totally came up with on your own. Yeah, he's spending hours rotoing you out manually because you're like, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be perfect. Make it as grainy and awful as you can. This is a metropolitan um, uh, editing podcast. Will, uh-huh. when it goes up, put the eyedropper on his skin and not the, the green skin. <laughs> I don't even know what those words mean. Well, it'll be really hard to track his skin. He's real pink. Keeps getting redder for some reason. Uh, you're you're going to have an aneurysm right on on show. And If you have an aneurysm, you win. At least... <laughs> <laughs> This episode doesn't end until Wade has an aneurysm. No, one of us. We oh. could both have an, either of us could have an aneurysm. What if we both do? Is it whoever has the better one? I feel like that should be a general rule. If you have an aneurysm live during an episode recording, you win. So then we can proceed to the saving your life part of that. So don't though. Yeah, don't. I think I want to instate whenever I'm host, if anyone just pees their pants at any moment in time, you automatically win that episode, no matter what has happening. Or happening. You, you've mentioned that before. What, what was in your, it was in the episode you did of bad episode ideas, right? I want, to, I want to toss that out there. If you're like desperately losing, no shot, everything's gone wrong, but you, before I announce the winner, piss yourself and can demonstrate proof of it. You could steal a win right there. But ask me be before you announce the winner. If I announce a winner and the episode is concluded, you can't like reverse the decision with it. But you can end an episode and steal the episode just by peeing your pants at any point in time. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Another question. What if one of us pisses our pants like 20 minutes in? Yeah. And then the other one pisses 30 minutes in. Do they overwrite the initial pisser? No, the second person's just wasting that piss. They're wasting the piss. Okay. They're wasting One, the piss. The, once so you so... once you do that, the episode is concluded. You are the winner. And that makes me no longer the host. So the rule isn't in effect anymore. Yeah, you gotta be FTP, the first piss. And do you think we'll make it cool, like in that Adam Sandler movie, Billy Madison, when he pisses himself, and all the kids are like, That's so cool. Like the suburb will be like, Dude, I piss my pants now. Or do you think we'll be made fun of? I do not think that would be a good subreddit trend. I do not want to see a bunch of pictures of people pissing themselves on the subreddit. The rule stands. The rule is in play, gentlemen. Does that mean an audience member could win? They'd have to be like on the call. We have to they have to show proof that they did it while we're doing the episode. So if someone was like They're going to try. Like a QA no. at some point or something and there's like a, a guest in the call with us. No no, no, no. They could be one of the only viewers in the entire history of the world to have a distractible victory outside of our dream i look like i'm dead you don't look super what, what are you doing i didn't even i was looking at something else i was off topic while this was playing itself out what were you doing well i got the dark circle i'm kind of corpsey don't piss yourself and show us pictures it is it is the sterile white background you i know, can I'd fix actually, it you know it's not even just that bob has the same type of background but he looks just better thanks man Wow, that felt that felt personal. <laughs> that that did. It felt more like it was less about the wall or the camera and more about the person. I was ready to happily accept that, but I kind He's of He's on I, a computer's webcam. That's true. I'm on a MacBook webcam. With like a two millimeter Okay, well it's a MacBook. Well it's high quality. I will show you the camera. I can't because it is the camera. I will tell you about the camera I'm using one day. Yeah, I know. It's the one I recommended to you seven years ago. And Thank God they haven't invented any new cameras since then. Can't you tell I listened? <laughs> <laughs> That's Wade. he listens once, never again. <laughs> he listened. That's what people want. That's what you gotta do. You gotta listen, and he did. I see you, and I hear you. Thank you. Do I win? Anyway, it's 35 minutes into the episode or something approximately. Um, should we talk about the topic? Yeah. No. Mm. Mark makes a compelling argument. We're at an impasse. What should we talk about, Mark? We should talk about, um, uh... AI? We could do that! Mac? Yeah! Uh, um, editing? What about proper foam washing and drying techniques? Points to Mark for trying to come up with something new and not just showing the same foam washing thing. Okay, what if I show you the backside of it? You did that last time. All right. So today's topic, Wade had said something that I said was a good transition. So like 20 minutes ago now, Um, you were in a locker room and you saw lots of nuts. So today's topic is I saw an article and it made me think because the article was about it's like a totally like trashy nonsense internet article, but it was about how apparently some people in the world brush their teeth with warm water or hot water even. Okay, And the person writing the article was kind of like, what? That's weird. And I was like, that is weird. I don't believe that any human would choose to brush their teeth with warm water. That sounds that sounds weird and unpleasant. But maybe I'm wrong. And I want to talk about things that are like that, that we might do wrong. And Wade's thing is a transition because I never, I, I played sports my entire middle school, high school career, never had nuts in the locker room. I'm not taking questions yet, No, but you had nuts all around you. Is that normal or is it normal? Everyone in my, in my locker rooms always like kept their boxers on and was very like modest and awkward about it. I never went free braining in, the locker room and no, like no one did, but well, you guys were just naked doing naked locker room stuff. I was the shy one who did not, but we had dudes that were very comfortable just being completely naked. We also had a member of our team who always took both pregame and halftime dumps. Mm -hmm. And during halftime, we have a limited amount of time before you have to be back on. It's not like you can just stay in there as long as you need to. Mm -hmm. So there were many occasions where we had to have our team huddle around this person while they were on the toilet. Because the way that the toilets were set up in the locker room, there was, like, the locker room with the lockers, and then there was, like, the separate bathroom shower area, and there was, like, I don't know if there were multiple stalls or not, but there was one stall that didn't have a door on, like, the right wall when you walked in from the locker section. And we would gather around him while he sat on the toilet, and the coach would go over the plan for the second half. While he was sitting there taking a shit. You say he as if this is a specific dumper, like the dumper of the day. I believe I'm thinking of the same locker room and I do not remember this isolated stall. I remember a bathroom with a broken stall door. Maybe that's what it was. But you remember the door on the right. But I, but it was not. It was in the bathroom. Like, how would you huddle around it? Well, you have less players on a basketball team than you do like other sports teams. Oh, but oh, you're talking inside. I thought you were talking like the exterior no, locker no, no. room. Inside oh, by the. No. I'm specifically thinking of. I believe it was Milford Junior High School's men's locker room. Listeners, if you go to Milford Junior High School and you have access, if you're a guy and you can go in the men's locker room, check it out. I also still think he's he's bullshitting because I remember that one very vividly. And it's like it's a square room with benches in an inner square, and it's like hallway. Sure. <laughs> <Door. laughs> Here's the lockers. Lockers, lockers, hallway, lockers, lockers, bench, doorway, shower room. No 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 no. This is what it was. This is what it was, okay? All right. This is it, right? Okay, this is the doorway in into the into okay the gymnasium okay this was the gymnasium right the gymnasium no no this is the gymnasium right okay this is the gymnasium the bathroom it was like here was the men's locker room right but this is flatter don't think it take the battery off yeah that'll fix it yeah 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 it- i'm Already more confused by your diagram, right? So you go in and then the lockers were in like this square shape and then there was the interior of like benches here and then the showers were back here, right? So the same layout I said, but sideways. Okay. Yeah, but my better, I have a camera here. Oh, in of fact, course. I have the camera you use. Yeah, I was going to say that looks like the camera that I'm pretty sure Wade is currently filming on. What's it called? It's the uh, Sony AX700, yes. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Uh, For only night vision now. I used mine for that when I went ghost hunting. Do you even know how to turn the night vision on? I did because I used it when we went ghost hunting. (laughs) 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 You looked at the camera and I was like, ooh, he's going to flick it on. Well, I could, but you have to go to display and like scroll down to X. It's not that that's a bad camera, but it's a camcorder versus like a DSLR, which is nowadays the superior imaging, not because the camcorder is bad, like form factor wise, it's the sensor size thing, right? So the sensor size in this one is only one inch which is, like, not small compared to a phone camera. It's very large, but with the fixed lens and the, the style of lens, especially being an uh, emphasis on zoom, it doesn't have a lot of, uh, like, depth to the image because its focus field is, is larger because uh-huh. the camera camcorder it wants that. I get deep enough without needing my camera to compensate, Mark. Also, it's meant for user friendliness, so the auto features are predominant, are and that's why yours has auto. What do you mean? I look great? Also, locker room, you're sideways. Where's the toilet? in your diagram. I don't even remember where the toilets were. I don't think they had toilets. All of that to not even disagree? I think, no, I don't see how people could huddle around a stall in that place. Points to Mark for refusing to believe something for almost no actual reason whatsoever. Look, this is this is actually the perfect debate for you, Bob, because we both went to the same place, but you didn't. So you yeah. have to be the arbitrary of what is true. And I'm telling you, that you go into that locker room, you make a sharp turn, there's something on the left, there's lockers back there, I don't think there's a single bathroom. I don't think there's a single toilet. I think I think those heathens were shitting on the floor and pissing their pants. Okay, they were, but not because there weren't toilets. If you have any proof of that, Wade, you, your team could win the episode right now. If I have any proof, uh, sorry, I did not take photos of the junior high men's locker room while I was in there. I mean, that's probably smart. Yeah, but yeah, there's other content creators that do that kind of dumb shit. Not me. And hell, back then, who had a camera? That's also true. Actually, I don't even think I had a cell phone when I was in junior high. I didn't. I didn't have a cell phone until high school, I don't think. Nah, not in junior high. You've made me forget entirely what the topic is. Oh, things we do wrong. I have one thing that's like super minor, but apparently you're supposed to shave in a certain way. And I never fucking learned that. I shave in every direction. Like I shave up my neck, but then also down my neck or else I have a bunch of like, stubble yeah or you're prickly this way you gotta yeah like you should you have to shave with the grain and against the grain you apparently you're only supposed to shave well apparently there's two camps you either shave with the grain or against it that's like the like the two options i just shave in every direction or else i have stubble everywhere look there's the extreme shaves and the extreme shave wrongs we're the shave middles we're the compromise we shave both shave all exactly well you guys clearly both don't spend a lot of time shaving anymore but when you do shave (laughs) oh you use like an electric thing (laughs) do you use a safety razor on your head i try to be safe you use an electric thing on your head you don't shave it like with a razor like a normal prior to bearded wade i don't remember someone could look at my youtube channel to me when i started doing the bearded thing but i used a shaving cream and a razor for many years on my face yeah well how'd you do that Oh, that looks against the grain. That looked against the grain. That did look kind of against the grain. How does your hair lay? I, that's how I start. Whenever it's still, like, bushy, I would go against the grain, I think. But once I got it, like, down to where it was almost smooth, that's when I would go the other way to get rid of, like, the rough... <laughs> this way smooth that way i wanted to smooth both ways yeah so once i would clear it up one way that's when i'd go over it the other way to smooth it out both the thing is i don't i don't even know because mine is such a scrabble face i don't think i have a grain i think it's all just in random directions it's just curly cues everywhere i'm pretty sure if you get one of those little magnets like the dude that you can like move the iron to give him a beard if we just put one of those on you we could move your hair around your face look 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 <laughs> i have a question points to wade for making me giggle mark yes thank you I think the assumption that uh, brushing with warm water as the weird thing was an incorrect take to begin with. That's fair. Because I only brush with warm water. Is that real? Why wouldn't you? You brush your teeth with warm water? I don't like cold on my teeth. Cold on teeth hurts. Well, you know, when you brush your teeth, it's not like you have a mouthful of water. But like, I want my teeth brushing to be refreshing. Warm water mixed with mint for me is like, it tastes like tea. Like it tastes like a minty tea. And that's not refreshing. That makes my mouth feel gross. A mint tea is, is good. I don't know what you're talking about. But it's like, okay, so this is like a different desired goal for toothbrushing is my objective is to get it clean and i know that the warmer the solution is the more vigorous the reaction because what you're trying to do is a, is essentially a chemical reaction as you're cleaning the fluoride and some people are very iffy about fluoride but fluor- fluoride chemically with your teeth Enamel does rebuild. It can't, or it doesn't rebuild. It doesn't replace the enamel, but it it fortifies it. Right? It somehow bonds to it or something. Yeah, imagine if it was like the surface, it can help smooth out the surface gaps, but it like, as it degrades over time, it can't rebuild it back up. Um, but there are like, there there are advancing techniques, but I recently learned that the way teeth are made is a very fascinating science in and of itself. Like ceramic replaced? Oh, you mean like how teeth grow in your body? How they actually grow. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting thing. If you look into the microscopic detailing of teeth, there's like this lattice formation of lines that progressively... It looks like little welds going through your teeth. And what it is, basically, there are these cells that they they have the material to make the enamel out of. And in other animals whose teeth regrow all the time, this happens all the time, but in, in humans, it grows once and then it's done. These little cells will just like run in a straight line, just a pure straight line until they run out of material and then they'll die. And then a new cell will come in and it's just like, it's this constant overlapping of these just single cells. That's how your teeth are built. I mean, that's how your whole body Is built single cells just building building but it's like just just an army of these things just overlapping constantly building on each other like a single it's like a 3d printer um, it's fascinating how they're built um, but it's like that's why it's so hard to repair because the entire process is basically deposition um, it, your body deposits the the material on top of it and so that's, that is what the fluoride is kind of repairing the structures that were built the microstructures that were built by those things it's fascinating points to mark for tooth knowledge yeah I've got some ingenuity knowledge for you wait in well ingenuity wait what that's oh yes just are wait. You talking like engineering or oh just wait give me give me a moment I will preface this with i have brushed with cold and warm water and I don't really care either way i, I like i don't mind either way if the yep. water's warm brush and rinse if the water's cold whatever I, don't, I won't sit around and wait for it to get hot um, <clears throat> Flossing is also important. However, sometimes even despite flossing, if you go and have, let's say, a chicken teriyaki sandwich with some pepper and stuff in it, and you're out for the day, and you happen to look into a mirror and see that a big old chunk of pepper is stuck in your teeth, and you're like, oh, man, I don't have any floss, but that pepper's driving me nuts. What you shouldn't do is what I did yesterday, which is whenever you're changing clothes and trying on new clothes to buy, Taking your pair of jeans you wore in and taking the tag of said jeans and using the tag as floss to get to the pepper and ah. get the pepper out of your teeth. That's not the same with this floss at all. Well, it got in there and it got the pepper, but I would not ever recommend it to anyone ever. It worked. No. I thought you were going to say you scraped your teeth with something made of metal and I was going to be like, oh yeah, you shouldn't do that. What you did is so much worse. Hey, that tag, it's like you split it in half and that one little side of the fabric was basically dental floss thickness. It was so close. Did it hurt shoving it in there? Nope. I got a good size gap between a couple of my teeth. It's just unfortunately, uh, I doubt it was clean. <laughs> you know, having been on my sweaty lower back all day. I'm not even worried about that. That just seems like a terrible thing to do to your teeth, physically speaking. Probably that too. That's why I'm sharing it. In my ingenuity, it works, but you shouldn't try this at home or out in public. You know, if you have a big enough piece of pepper that you can physically see it, couldn't you just like take your fingernail and like, eh? It was just deep enough to where even my thumbnail couldn't get in there. If the moral of the story is take it from us old guys, uh, take care of your teeth. Don't have team huddles around toilets. It did happen and it shouldn't have. If you remember in your past toilets that don't exist, you might have teleported to another universe. So do you guys do anything else wrong or, or is this a totally, is the topic just moot today? Contact lenses. I do contacts wrong. Uh, so contact lenses, when they teach you to put contact lenses in, I believe they teach you to like one finger to put it in. Yeah, you go like this, and then like this, and you have it on your finger and you go boop. So I brace it between two fingers to put it in so that way it doesn't like fold or collapse on me because sometimes it's collapsing. So I just kind of brace it between these two. What do you hold your eyelids with? My ring finger. I mean, that's not like dangerous or anything. That's just a weird... Look. Is this why you do the microphone thing? Uh, dude, I do this all the time. Did, did you just do this to get me to do this? Wayne does everything with two fingers. <laughs> he gets out <laughs> the elevator and he's like... <laughs> Despite working in an eye place and knowing that I shouldn't do this as well, I also do the pinch maneuver to get my contacts out. Oh, you're super not supposed to do that. That's awful. You're supposed to like get it and like pull it off of your iris so that it becomes unstuck and then grab it. I go in and I squeeze and plop. You could you could scrape your your cornea and Yeah, but the surface of your eye, if you pinch and you get the the edges of the contact to scrape on your eyeball, that's horrible. You sure can. You ask if I do things wrong. I'm telling you, I do. Listen, this guy... I'm saying that's totally fine. No, it's not wrong. I say it's not wrong because I did that all the time. I have perfect eyes now. And you know what they said? You have to have laser surgery to fix your busted ass eyes. Yeah, but under it, the top was pristine. The top was pristine. Because every day, every night, I would pinch in a different orbital rotation, all 130. all 360 degrees so your scratches are all even so your vision is evenly distorted all around exactly exactly i god i have to think about it because i know i probably do so many things wrong my entire life and this is kind of just like everything you say i'm like i think that's normal so it's not a bit though. I'm you do actually brush with warm water. Yeah, I thought that. I thought we were going to be like warm water. <laughs> That's interesting. No, I, I've done that too. I don't mind it. I've done it. It's gross. I find it really gross. I don't. It's a I logical know. thing. Cold reactions are slower. They're they're physically slower. I mean, but the the core of the toothbrushing process is the mechanical interaction. It's not. There's not that much fluoride in toothpaste. It's not like a fluoride treatment at the dentist where you want it. it the fluoride is like a bonus but the mechanical brushing and the mechanical abrasion that the, that you get from it is the main thing that you benefit from toothbrush but actually science is like is starting to say like the the amount of mechanical abrasion especially in electronic toothbrushes nowadays are causing erosion of gum because that's what i encountered right, you need to not brush your gums too much yeah well yeah and that's the thing is like people with electronic toothbrushes like the the, the thing is and this is a hard habit to kick is because you want to like you know like a toothbrush when you're a kid learning just brushing manually, you should not do that with an electronic toothbrush because that will cause much more abrasion because electronic toothbrushes just need to be applied with the lightest pressure. Just one tooth, two toothes, three tooths You got to do it. You got to do it like the dentists do, right? They have, it's not the same, but they have those little like vroom, vroom, the little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they brush your teeth with that thing, they're all vroom. And that's it. They brush your tooth they brush the one tooth and then they go to the next one. And that's like the whole thing. Which is such a more logical way to do it. And when I started doing that, I'm like, oh, this is so much more efficient. Then I know I got everything. I go one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. I I do it and then inside and outside. Or I just do a slow pass. Yeah, I do like, like a slow, like catch them as I drive by type of motion. But yeah, like the car wash, but for your teeth. Exactly. Hey, we actually agree on something, Wade. I came into this thinking that the hot water toothbrush was going to be a weird thing that we... You changed my mind, Mark. Points to Mark for expanding my worldview on teeth. But what else do You be weird and wrong, you freaking weirdo? I, so many things, I I imagine. I'm just trying to, like, remember what they are. I, I don't know how gross this is. It involves feet. From playing basketball and having my feet stepped on all the time, uh, playing sports and whatnot, I started getting, like, ingrown toenails on my, like, big toe on my left foot. So whenever you go to trim your toenail, they tell you to trim it like a flat, straight surface. But it would grow back and immediately start having pain from ingrown toenail again. So I I did the curved thing where it's like I clip it flat and I clip extra here to have more time of not ingrown toenail. And I've kept up that trend because fucking hurts when you have an ingrown toenail. So I clip my toenails incorrect in order to prevent pain longer. I don't know why being doing sports causes that, but football caused me to have the ingrown toenail thing. And I, yeah, it sucks. It hurts. It hurts a lot. And I could probably have something done to have it permanently fixed, but I found that just trimming them wrong helps. I had a manager. I worked at a pizza place in college and I had a manager who worked there who he was like pretty athletic dude. I think he played basketball. He was like a college age guy. And um, one time he came in and had like a big, you know, like a soft boot for like when you break your foot type of thing on his foot. And he was like limping around and we, and everyone was kind of like, oh shit. Oh, what happened? And I talked to him and I was like, dude, are you all right? you're you like, you know, you have an accident or something. He's like, I have an ingrown toenail uh, that's so bad that I, ha- I have to have surgery on it. Jesus. So, I'm, so I, I don't know what exactly happened to him, but apparently they can be quite bad. Well, I imagine all the infection that can happen from just having a toenail causing your foot to hurt and bleed all the time yeah Anywho, who uh mark did you think of anything we can mock you about i'm trying to look up like a a a list of... don't worry mark i've got one more to fill the time points to wade for keeping the action what? no hey hold on all, all right I'm... so whenever i was uh younger and thought i was going to go to law school uh whenever you meet a lot of law people it's very official with like official sturdy handshakes and stuff i had this little wart between my ring finger and my pinky finger. just like sitting right there. For some reason, young teenage me was like, if I ever meet a lawyer or a judge who's left-handed and they go to shake my hand and they possibly feel that wart, they're gonna be grossed out, weirded out. I gotta get rid of this thing. How do you get rid of a wart? I don't know. I know toenail clippers and tweezers. So I use toenail clippers and tweezers to cut it, rip out the little seed thing, keep it flat and uh yeah flush and i did that to myself mutilating my own hand to get rid of it but look how silky smooth and nice it is now you can't even tell i feel like i can kind of see it i don't like that you did that but i have to say bigger bigger thing that i think you're doing wrong there which hand do you shake when you meet someone. Right, unless they're left-handed and they reach out first and I have to meet them. No, it doesn't change. Maybe this is me being traditional and maybe this is not true. You always shake right hands. I am left-handed, so this applies to me. Nobody shakes left hands when you meet them. When you meet someone, you offer your right hand to shake it. When you get your diploma when you graduate from high school or college, you offer your right hand to shake, and you take your diploma with your left hand. You always shake right hands. Is that a thing? I didn't know that at 16 years old, if that's true. Have you ever shaken a person's left hand? Did that ever come up? I don't know, but I can tell you I worried about it and I cleaned it up. So if I ever meet someone and shake your left hand, you won't feel a weird, creepy bump. You're welcome. I had this thing also, where it was like, I, for some reason, like someone apologized to me for something, but my right hand was dirty. And I, I literally had this thought and I think I said out loud, like, oh, sorry, my right hand's dirty, but uh, all right, apology accepted. And I extended my left hand. And I think he intrinsically understood what I meant by my right hand's dirty. So I'm apologizing for accepting this apology with my left hand. But why did I do that? I don't know what basis I had for the the knowledge of like... Because you're supposed to shake with your right hand. Yeah, I, th- I th- it was like something where I was like a left-handed shake is disingenuous or something like that. That's what my thought was. I think it was probably just a gut reaction of you're used to shaking with your right hand and then like the thought came, oh, I can use this hand. So you started to apologize for not doing it, but then way through you found a solution and it mm-hmm. wasn't an apology for using your left hand, but for the fact that your right was dirty. I, I think that this is just a good opportunity to say that people who use their left hand as their predominant hand, left left-handed people are just wrong in their day-to-day life so whoa. i want to say that okay. as a bro. whoa, whoa what 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 points to mark of standing up to the man <laughs> yeah see i amy is left-handed and uh, i i have to deal with this oh i can't use my right that's nonsense every day i wake up i'm so sorry you have to deal with this more. <laughs> go on mark expound <laughs> what other grievances do you have about amy <laughs> this seems like a great place to talk about them (laughs) all right okay i don't i don't have any grievances about amy but i i I did want to like talk about like something that probably is divisive but to such a small subset of people that when me saying this and especially coming from like where i am and saying it will make some people unfeasibly mad like well you could be saying that about any statement you're about to make in the in the english lexicon That's not impressive. I don't believe in doing Foley for audio. I can't believe you'd say that. What does that mean? Don't let him have a pass on this one. I have mixed feelings already. I think Foley is an outdated an archaic method of doing sound design and it actively holds back productions because Foley artists who are extremely talented and that skill itself is useful, but doing Foley Four movies as a standard of quality for it's not good until you do Foley is nonsense in the era where there is a plethora of incredibly well-recorded, by Foley artists, sound packs Mm -hmm. that are to an extent like v- vastly more uh, useful and transformative and usable than having your own in-studio Foley artist. you phrase it in a way that sounds more incendiary than it is. What you're saying is bespoke Foley for every production is a waste of time. Yes. When you're still essentially saying use Foley. Yes. Just use pre-recorded stuff because the quality of that is so good it is good enough vote for mark he'll eliminate jobs he is here for us I... <laughs> listen the union would never let you eliminate a job in the film and tv industry so they don't have to worry about that but... oh god we had you know did i talked about the job of like the playback recorder yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> okay you're not allowed to touch the thing they have to touch the thing yeah I am not besmirching audio recorders and Foley artists. I do believe that that is an extremely valuable skill, but it is like waiting to be like, oh yeah, well, this has got to go through Foley before anything. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. They did that work already. And you have a million sound packs of unbelievable audio recording from Foley artists everywhere possible in every sound environment. You do not all with like you, you buy it and you can use it. You, the That's how the licensing is set up. And it's like, you don't need to like, because here's what it is. The reason I think it's archaic is because when you have these studios that have like a specific Foley artist with their own little bay in their, in the mixing area, whatever it is, or whatever. Whatever. In a studio. They, it doesn't matter how robust their setup is, they cannot replicate the plethora of sound environments that you you could need for your movie they only have what they have which is a lot and it's a lot of very useful stuff but they do not have the going out to external locations fully they do not have those sounds recorded they do not have designed sounds which are sometimes and i this is a big thing about me just because something's real doesn't mean it's better for that moment just because a sound is authentically what a firecracker going off is or or a gunshot going off is does not mean it's the right sound for that moment. Well, and that's not really what Foley is either. Well, they use a lot of real stuff to make real sounds, but it's not a one-to-one analog. Like they use sand instead when they're doing snow, or they use oh like there's a lot of substitutes because you're right. The sound of someone walking on wet snow is really not a sound at all, as compared to like that crunchy snow sound you know from a movie. Absolutely, yeah, and I completely agree with that. There are some different sources. What I'm talking about is like in a deeper level of audio design, where there is this belief that if you're record one sound, even if you do multiple sounds, so long as it's recorded live in that moment, it's perfect for it. Whereas in today's digital editing age, you can layer so many complex sounds and like really narrow down into the frequencies of the exact things you want. You can even specify the resonance that you want between your different sounds if you so choose. And it's like that allows for such a vastly more complex tapestry of sound that could be done quicker than waiting for Foley. What a brave take. You're a brave boy. How could you say something so bold? You're probably right. I don't know. I don't make many movies. I don't completely disagree with you, but I will say, without understanding the nuanced physics of sound and sound recording, there there are things where I would think you're not able to capture, and this is something that you might not even be able to hear as a person watching a movie, even in a high quality theater with the highest quality speaker setup you could have, maybe you can't hear the difference, but there is a difference physically is if you have like, you have a specific sound, right? Maybe you have a chain falling onto a snow covered ground with a very specific type of setup, right? And if you're making that digitally, Using real sounds, you would need the crunch of the snow, you would need the clang of the chain, maybe a couple versions of that. You would need some other auxiliary sounds to like flesh it out, something. I don't know. You would need layers of things. It wouldn't capture the same type of sound as the actual chain dropping onto an actual surface. You could get close enough that no one would be able to ever tell the difference. But there might i if you're like an auteur making cinema and you're you know, you're doing something and you're making this piece of art, I totally get why you might you would prefer maybe a Foley artist to perform that in a specific way to capture all the nuance of all the different things you want in that sound. But like that's that really doesn't apply to a lot of productions cinema and movies if we're gonna you know split it apart like that don't need that same level of stuff and that's really more of like an artist's preference versus i think you're right for most movies and tv productions you get everything you need using packs and blending and making your own things because foley's a whole other past. like in ed- one of the things about editing and you know this better than i do is it's like layers right there's like yeah. a first pass and then there's a there's a you know there's another editing pass and then there's like effects passes and then there's color stuff like there's so many people where you go over the same footage over and over and over. Foley just adds more steps to that where it's like we've done thirteen passes on this scene. Now we gotta wait for a, another person to do another pass where they're recording the Foley sounds or whatever. I, we didn't talk about this for anyone who doesn't know. Foley refers to a person in a studio who has like a bucket of water and they watch a playback of a footage and they splash the water and record the sound to capture audio to go with a sound that's happening in a movie. If you don't know what it is, that's basically what Foley is. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people will think your take is uh, spicy though. I do think that there will be, um, but also just like understand that I know me saying this sounds very YouTuber-y but i do a lot of sound design i do an exceptional amount of sound design and i love audio that's why i'm saying these inefficiencies need to get gone there's so there's such a wide tapestry of sound that i people i feel like people are held back by because they are holding on to like these archaic forms of doing things you know it's equally archaic when you are at like a dinner place and you get a glass of wine and they pour just like a splash and they're like is this good for you and it's like do I drink it? Do I spoil and spit it? Do I just smell it? Do I just look at it? And it's like, I just want to drink the wine, man. Just pour it. But these like foley wine pourers are there. <laughs> <laughs> foley ass, what? <laughs> for these archaic people who think they can taste the difference from a 1968 Moscato versus a 1971. And it's like, just give me the Moscato, man. So, can I say, I don't know. I'm sure you're right for the motivations for doing that in most contexts. It is important to do that to make sure the bottle of wine's not skunked, though. Uh, I, I have, we have had a bottle of wine at a restaurant come out that was just like a bad bottle. And when you do the test initially and you smell it and you're like, Ugh! it gives you a chance to say like, hey, I think this wine is spoiled or something. I don't and- even know what you're supposed to do. You drink it. You're supposed to drink drink it it and make sure that it tastes okay. Okay. Some people like swirl it and like smell it and then they like spit it and stuff. I'm just like, thanks. Wait, if you want to pretend to be civilized, the way that you taste wine, a a basic approach is you take the glass as as it's poured, you smell, you get that smell, you swirl it because when you aerate it, the smell is going to change and it also will affect the flavor. So you aerate it a little bit. You look at it, because the color, you don't. Know, if you don't know, it doesn't matter. But then you smell it again, and then you drink it, and that's it. You don't spit it out. Okay, smell, look, swirl, look, smell, taste. Yeah. I imagine you're looking for, like, floating bits Uh, what an an unnecessary couple of passes in red wine there's a color a blue color at the edge of the wine on the glass that can happen that tells you something about how old the wine is and if it's ready or not the the way the line runs down the glass which is called the legs of the wine tells you something about how thick it is because wine can be thicker or thinner which gives it a different like taste and feel because it'll coat your tongue more or it won't coat your tongue this doesn't matter you're tasting the wine and smelling the wine to see if it's spoiled. 90% 90 of that. And that's why it's the same thing as what Mark was saying. Fully wine. Bad. Got it. Points to Mark for making Wade's point for him. Thank Thank you. you. Something else I do wrong, you know, is uh, everything. Oh, babe, come on. I do so (laughs) many things just in such a roundabout way to come to conclusions that other people have come to already. Because I did this with hard drives. You know, I, I probably talked about my hard drive escapades. What? No, you never talk about technology. Right. Okay. Well, this is specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know enough about storage, right? So I don't know about, you know, NAS is too much. And I don't know, like, how, like, server infrastructure works. So I start learning. And then, you know, I I go through, like, whatever the equivalent of the five stages of grief are in terms of, like, five stages of thinking I'm better than everybody else. That's what I go through. (laughs) Do you go through that learning process really quick, cocky, new process? Person who thinks they know everything to slowly realizing that you don't know anything and it's all hard and more complicated than you thought. Yeah, but then I do an upturn again where I come back to like, no, wait, I was a genius all along. This is all dumb, and I'm smart because like I did that with art where it's like I get the solution that doesn't work, I get another solution that doesn't work, I start to learn, I re- I'm angry, I think everything's dumb, I get the solution that does work, but it doesn't work well enough. Therefore, I think the entire inf- industry is dumb and it needs to change. And then I get another solution that I think from my deduction will work better, it doesn't work better, and then I think I'm dumb because I'm like, oh, I had a solution that worked, it just didn't work as well as I wanted it to, and then I come full circle, and I go, no, it can be better if I build my own. This is like a 12-step parabola of you. It is, and I literally am at this stage now where I'm looking up contract manufacturing to build, Not, I'm not joking, I'm looking up in my spare time contract manufacturing to build both PC boards with Thunderbolt controllers and U.2 <laughs> NVMe uh, interfaces to be able to create an inbuilt RAID array because I'm like, there is no 4-bay U.2 drive in a compact form factor, and this is ridiculous, and why does anyone stand for this? I think we should start lobbying our politicians. That's where I'm at right now. I'm like, this is ungodly. How can people sleep when this gap in the market exists? Dear viewers, if you are in America, call your senator, call your representative today. See if we can get this problem taken care of. I know. I'm just saying because that's what happens. It's like every single small thing that I ever encounter in my life goes through the same process where I'm like, I don't know it. I think I know it. I think I know it better. I don't know it at all. I do know it better and I can prove it. And then I don't do anything about that. <laughs> then you, you just go back to that middle step where it worked okay and you use that. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> well, it works okay, Mark. So that's all right. It works really well in comparison to what the previous state of being was. But when I can see the potential of what it is and how everyone is dumb around me, I don't know how I can live. I would like to request points for Mark's parabola points to both of you on that one yeah have the points have the points go flow through Wade and then come back to me but then they've got to flow back to me in the end because it's a parabola. Points to Wade for being smarter than Mark, but then points to Mark for realizing he's actually smarter, but then points to Wade for actually being smarter than Mark, but then points to Mark for realizing that, no, he was right all along and he knows the best way to do it, but then points to Wade for Mark actually going back and just using Wade's ultimate solution that he came up with originally, but then points to Mark for being so bold as to call out Foley artists. (laughs) What about wine? I call out all the wine industry. All those wine snobs out there think they're better than you because they can smell some grapes? Like, what a skill. Look, I happened to live in wine country for a few years there, and I don't like wine. Like, I'm not that guy. But they do smell and taste different. And I, I've i never drank a wine that I thought was worth a lot of money because it was really good, but it's not bullshit snobbery for someone who has a really good palate to be able to tell the difference. Welcome back to Ohio, where you buy one of the three bottles they have at the store and you drink it. Wait, you live in a city with, with a store with one of the most interesting wine collections that has weekly wine tastings at it in the area. Oh, Jungle Gyms. Yeah. Literally, they have a better wine selection than a lot of the places out where we lived in, in California probably did, because we lived in a little valley, not in like Napa or something. Yeah, I usually don't get the wine. I usually bypass it to find a good cider, or I don't buy it at all, and I leave. Because I like the candy section more, because I'm 12 years old. So you're a connoisseur, I see. Oh, yeah, dude. How do you think I chipped a tooth-eating airheads? I'm a candy connoisseur, top of the line. What I'm getting is, all of us do everything wrong. But we think we're right, and then we're wrong, but we still think we're right. And because of that, the true hero of this episode, and I think the deserved winner, also based on the points that I gave out pretty arbitrarily, uh, would be Mark. I was about to say I was pissing myself. (laughs) Did you? Did you do it? Uh, No, no, I didn't. But uh, winner's been declared, right? So I didn't need to? No, yeah, winner's been declared. Except for the fact that I have a handshake deal with Bob where I can steal a win. Is that true? I don't remember. <laughs> and I choose to use it now. Do we have a, an outstanding one where you get did, did, did I thought you used that one. I can just take a win whenever I want to. That is the deal. We, I have one. Is that true? And if Mark's just going to go back to me anyway, then I think I should have this win. I think he's right. I will say, if you're making this up and you don't not. actually have an outstanding handshake deal, the punishment will be quite severe. But no I No fingers crossed. I, I'm owed one. I... I think he has a win-steal in play, Mark. I've been sitting on it. He has. It's been a long time. Feels good to finally exercise. The subreddit's been eagerly anticipating this moment. And I had to wait for the right one. The last time I wanted to use it, Mark, you were all like, oh, my eyes are red. Grandma's dead. Life sucks. And I was like, man, that'd be mean to use it now. So
1: (laughs) I waited.
0: And now, now is my time to shine. Wade wins. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pee my pants. I'm going to do it right here on camera. I'm doing it. No, I'm not doing it. Please, because the winner was already announced that it wouldn't have counted. (laughs) Save that, Mark. Keep that in the chamber. You could steal a win back from him. You're right. Mark, (sighs) do you want to give your surprise loser speech? The best losses in life are surprises, just like my grandma. What a shock. (laughs) Um, So thank you so much for being here. The best losses in life! (laughs) You can't say that! You made this happen, Wade. You made this happen. I appreciate... I didn't kill your grandma. <laughs> oh, how do I know? I don't know the facts, so... <laughs> That'd be a hell of a butterfly effect. <laughs> how did I know you didn't have a handshake deal with the Grim Reaper, you know? I just think that anything could happen at this point. You never leave the room, Mark. You never know what kind of deals might get struck while you're gone. Better stick around, buddy. God, we should have made a handshake deal while Bob was away. I just never think to betray in that way. Well, if you guys you guys making a handshake deal while I'm talking like an idiot about my, where's my cable running around my house would have been? Will retroactively make a devastating handshake deal occur in the shadows of Bob's departure? Don't make Will do more editing. You guys have already made him do enough this episode. Uh-huh. uh-huh. All right. You're right. Wade, you want to give your totally deserved winner speech? I do. So I'd like to start by showing... <laughs> Here's where Mark thought he won. Here's where he realized he didn't. Here's where he saw that I won. Here's where he tried to piss to get it back. And here's where I ultimately came out on top, just almost out of frame. Well, congratulations, Wayne. You really showed Mark. You really put him in his place. You really gave him what he needed and deserved today. And uh... there were people out there, that one guy on the subreddit who thought I would never exercise my right to steal a win. There's two things I remember. To hold up one finger when I say two things and Shakira and my one win I could steal okay well that's plenty of episode for this recording session so Mark no loser speech you just lose he gave a loser speech oh I didn't listen I was too busy winning you did listen it was the grandma thing oh it was so horrible I blocked it out <laughs> You so much for watching or listening to this episode. Uh, make sure you check out our merch at podcast.com. Mark is Markiplier. Wait is Lord Minion 777 or Minion 777. I am my Skirm. and God help us all. This one is over. Thank you for being here. Make sure you come back next time. Podcast out. <laughs>